2: Get started today at plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash loss. I went to Ibiza on the weekend. How was it? Oh, my God. Uh, there are two sides to Ibiza. There's one side that's boom, 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 yep. boom. And another side that is the polar opposite. And it's effectively what I feel like is sort of, it's like hippie, hippies, but they all got a bit of... Right. They're all living in 10 million pound houses. And the, and so I did that, caught a bit of a tan, and did a workout there. It was like in this sort of. I a, saw
1: it looked amazing.
2: Yeah. It's a bit ba- bit beggy, though, isn't it? Putting a video <laughs> of you <laughs> doing your pull ups. Doing the <laughs> work pull ups. It's like, as I did it, I was like, this is so cringe. Oh, everyone, look at my this back. <laughs> Look at my back. Fuck off. I, I hate that stuff. Don't know why I did it. Just got Ibiza lost just in the took sauce. Over two days in IVF, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. you can now look at my back. Qualified. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I mean, terrible for the environment. I was there for two, three days and flew back. So, oh. what are you going to do? It's all burning anyway. Do you want to be honest, the weather's been absolutely banging in October, so
1: Oh I'm no, I'm so happy it's cold again now. By the time this comes but... out
2: anyway, we can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, before. you can't,
1: can't do it. Because we need to pretend
2: that it's like we're sort it's of recording be like it. <laughs> it's gonna be like this is the Christmas episode. It might well be. We haven't planned It probably it. is. <laughs> well, just in case this is Christmas. Merry Christmas! Merry everyone. Christmas,
1: one and all. <laughs> what did you get
2: for Christmas, Kat? <laughs>
1: no, it hasn't been yet. I feel like we've got some fun anecdotes to talk about.
2: We do. Together.
1: Yeah, we've got stuff.
2: Oh, we went surfing together.
1: We went surfing. Maybe we should talk about the lasagna.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, me and Jack had a lovely cooking experience recently. Hmm. Um, but we took on this recipe, which required, let's be honest, quite a lot of patience. Yeah. Not something either of us have a lot of.
2: Who puts milk with the meat? <laughs> the recipe said, cover the meat with,
1: <laughs> with milk. It was very strange. Oh,
2: it was But it also disgusting.
1: said... <laughs> We were wait we were watching the milk waiting for it to evaporate and then we checked back on the recipe and it said wait 30 minutes be patient it's mm. worth it mm. Did we wait 30 minutes?
2: First of all, we made an error because we didn't buy beef mints, we bought steak mints. I don't know if that makes a difference. I'm sorry, it must make it grey. Because (laughs) it it made the meat
1: grey. Grey, yellow. Oh, the yellow was grim.
2: (laughs) It genuinely looked like someone had been sick in a (laughs) Lecruzier. It
1: was vile.
2: Okay, what else did we talk about? Surfing. That happened.
1: Yeah, I went surfing.
2: Yeah, that went well, didn't it?
1: Yep. So we had three cars. Three cars. Lost two sets of keys out of three sets. Um, we had to leave the cars at the beach. For two days. Imagine, right? Just a weekend away, just a weekend with
2: some friends. Just a good surfing trip. All good. What can and go then, wrong? What can go wrong? And then Saturday night, great day surfing. Weather, couldn't ask for better weather. Impact. Summer weather. Yeah. All getting the cars, all a bit tired. Really full, you know, so much love. 10 of us all there, like all having a great time. I'm putting the surfboards up. At the time, I'm I'm, I'm putting the surfboards on top of the car, right? It's a bit of a, it's not really a one person job, but I was like, you know what? I'm helping the team out. Don't know where everyone else is. <laughs> put the surfboards up. One, two, three. I'm thinking, I'm fucking going to get a bit of praise for this. I put three surfboards on the car. <laughs> I where didn't is even have you done that? I look down. There's about fucking. Nine people sprinting around one of the cars. Parts of the car I didn't even know existed were outside of it. Oh walk walk down, sunsetting, beautiful. What's going on, guys? What's going on,
1: guys? The keys had disappeared. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd lost two of the keys. Yeah. Two sets of keys.
1: It was so strange. Still have no idea what happened to them. We were frantically checking around the car park, the beach. <laughs> you know? Would you admit it if you found them? No. No. It's probably better not to. I would
2: definitely not admit it.
1: No, too sore a subject. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't do that. (laughs) Anyway, moving on swiftly.
2: Uh, So thanks so much for coming back to us. If you think you have got ADHD and, you know, 20, 30 minutes, however long this podcast is going to be, and you think, oh, I haven't really got the time, haven't got the patience, that's okay. The 1.5 speed is always available.
1: Very important to remember
2: that. Just click it.
1: <laughs> we won't be good. offended.
2: We'll start talking slower <laughs> and then you put it on 1.5 speed. Um, so cats, hey, how's God. your week been?
1: Hey Jack, <laughs> I've had a great week
2: everything is slow but it could be
0: fast,
1: fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've lost our minds <laughs> hey i'm jack and i'm cat and this is a podcast called
1: distracted
2: all about
1: adhd
2: adhd and now you say <laughs> welcome welcome I'm going through changes.
1: <laughs> I'm going through changes. Those singing lessons are paying mm-hmm. off, my friend. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about all things changes. So what happens in your life, what changes in your life, and how people with ADHD are affected by changes?
1: I hate change of plans, right? Yeah. Hate them. Really really struggle with them. Yeah. But I also always want like kind of spontaneity, mm. new things. Yeah. So it's quite a difficult one to toe the line between, right? Mm-hmm. People with ADHD find like transitions very difficult. Okay. So like moving from one situation to another. Yeah. But then also like even just daily situations. So for example, um I really struggle with I think everyone does this but I really struggle with moving from downstairs to go to bed like I'll put it off for a long long time uh-huh. or going to the toilet like I'll put off if I'm desperate for a wee right. I won't go for ages really? because I'll be like the thought of moving from this current situation and transitioning to being going to the bathroom right seems like a mammoth task no do way. you find that or oh, no. no or like if I drive home I will sometimes just sit in my car for like ten minutes. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Um, but I don't know. It's just like because I'm in that situation. I don't know. Making that move to the next situation yeah. seems like a lot.
2: What's going through your head?
1: No, it's it's not necessarily a conscious thing. I'll just I'll, I'll just be like, oh, I've been here a long time. <laughs> uh, you
2: just sit there. Yeah. Or I'll or be your like, phone I'll, or just sat yeah, there. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh no, I will just be staring at <laughs> the distance
2: no I've been
0: I've
1: been <laughs> <What? tomorrow. laughs> I'm sitting in the car it's fucking Thursday <laughs> just withering away <laughs> in the car no 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 I'll be on my phone right. I'll just like quickly check my phone and then just get sucked in I guess wow Um, but yeah like quite a lot of those throughout the day I'll just get stuck in one and it's the move moving into the next one yeah just seems like a huge thing yeah but you don't, you don't find that so much? No.
2: I don't know. I don't know how much change affects me, mm. which is maybe not the most interesting episode from my perspective. I've been really thinking about it and I don't know. Like, I do like change, I think. Yeah. I'm not totally scared of it. The yeah. other day,
1: though, we were talking about it and you were like, don't think I'm affected by change. Yeah. And then we were talking about like a plan change because we were talking about something oh, yeah. we'd been planning. Yeah. And someone suggested like a bit of a change to it. And we both kind of like freaked out a bit.
2: Yeah. So we were going. Do know to how s- much
1: detail we can go into there? Because I feel bad. No, it's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, it's not a personal no, thing. No, it's it. not personal. It's to do with our neurodivergence. <laughs> sorry (laughs) um we're going on a trip and someone wanted to bring someone new on the trip and we hadn't really met them or know them very well and we both were just like oh my god this isn't in plan yeah like we hadn't i hadn't thought about new people in this environment Ah! we'd booked it all
1: like it was planned and so i had the image in my head of what the trip was going to be yeah and yeah it just it just is a bit like you have to kind of Recalibrate a bit of the new plan.
2: You know what? Actually, I'm glad you brought this up because actually, I there are loads of stuff like that I'm yeah. bad at. So, when I was with my ex, I would have a plan to do something, and then suddenly it would be like, "Oh, I'm free now. We can meet up tonight." And I'd be like, "Fuck! I've already got this other plan." or yeah. Like, or vice versa, where we've got the plan and then something else comes, and it's like, if I've got it in my head that this is what is going to happen tonight or today or whatever, and there's a narrative in my in my head, and it changes. I find it stressful.
1: Yeah, same. So stressful. And I think it's But like that feeling. It's yeah. like it's it like really here is. Because it's just like, like wait, what is like such a shock? Yeah. And it's like you, you just question everything. <laughs> yeah. And that because it's like, yeah, I, I make such a such a vivid plan of how I think it's gonna play out. Yeah. Which is annoying actually is because yeah. obviously it's gonna go differently to that. But it does mean that as soon as anything throws that off. It becomes really stressful.
2: Mm, I wonder because I, whenever I've booked like a holiday or I've booked like somewhere to go, I don't picture it at all, and I find that's it a lot better. It's a lot so more enjoyable
1: because
2: I'm just like I turn up, I've got no idea what it looks like or like what's going to happen, mm. or, and then it's just as soon as I have this in my head of what it's going to be like,
1: you're I setting just, yourself up for failure because yeah. you can't predict everything that's going to happen. Yeah, but I do the exact opposite of that.
2: But like when I. If in like a normal day and I've planned what I'm going to do in that day with work wise right mm. and something goes wrong I find myself getting super angry and I think that's because the, there's been a change of plan mm. against the narrative that I planned out for the day yeah. it's generally around wasting time that's yeah. like a thing that is the big thing in my head uh, it's the sentence that always comes up so this constant feeling of like wasting time
1: yeah i get that as well really? yeah i get that so much that, that, that's the line i
2: say i'm like i'm wasting my time yeah that's what happens in my head mm-hmm. and i don't know why I, I think that all the time but it's weird because it doesn't really matter that much you know yeah
1: in the grand scheme of things it really doesn't but at, in the moment it does feel so frustrating mm. i get the exact same thing
2: interesting yeah and, and how do you cope with it
1: not very well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know to be honest i do just get quite agitated by it if we're like stuff like even being stuck in traffic because that would change like the time i thought i was going to arrive somewhere or like um if someone else is late even though i'm always late very hypocritical Mm. or like if someone decides they don't want to come to something or like you know even little things like that it would really really annoy me Mm.
2: i've never seen you angry Really, I don't think you've ever seen me It maybe. He's seen me probably a bit stroppy. I've seen when you we couldn't a bit get to, when we couldn't get to Fred again.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, is, I just want to get you inside the tent. I know. I really wanted to get you in there as well because I can see how annoyed you are. Um, I don't like always let it out that much because it's a bit you know, a bit embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> not for you, <years>. yeah, <laughs> it's if a bit I,
2: fucking pathetic. If I'm honest,
1: honest. No, 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 if I let it out as much as I feel it I would look like an actual child
2: Right because
1: I would be like throwing a proper tantrum
2: Yeah Hold
0: up
1: So last year for Christmas, it was um, our first year hosting the whole family at our house. Mm. The week before, my boyfriend told me he was taking me on a surprise trip away to Dublin. Okay. In prep for this, because it was all a surprise, he'd got my friends to plan like a fake event with me so that I wouldn't make any other plans that week. Mm. And they'd gone in so hard with this fake plan that we were all so excited for it. Like, I think they all got carried away and thought it was real as well. Because right. they kept like ch- adding, like embellishing it and making it just sound <laughs> really? incredible. Yeah. Right. And then, um, so he told me like two days before we were going away, he was like, oh, I'm going to let you know what your present is now. We're going to Dublin. Mm. And I was like, I I can't go. I've got this plan. And he was like, oh, no, no, that's not real. Like I made that up so that we could go to Dublin. And I was like, oh, but (laughs) and I was just so confused. And I was like, no, that that plan must have been real because it felt really real and all this stuff. And so my initial reaction was to cry.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: And I felt so awful because I was like, can we change the date maybe? Like, can we change the flights and we'll go another, we'll go like the week after or something. And he was like, no, no, it's booked. Like, we're going and it's going to be really nice. And and
2: why did he? Why did he?
1: And So yeah, it turned out he was doing, he proposed to me while we were in Ireland. We had the absolute loveliest time. It was so nice. And like, Obviously, it was a great change of plan. Yeah, I'm so glad that he did that, and it was wonderful. But um, yeah, my initial reaction, even though I knew that reaction is not what you want when you're bu- you've booked like a lovely surprise trip for some. Well, I'm going to propose, and she's crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I was. Were you I annoyed just, at him? No, I wasn't annoyed at him. I was just like. I was upset. I, it was confusing feelings, actually, because right. I wasn't upset So I was obviously excited about it, but I couldn't almost access that excitement in the moment because I was thrown off by the change of plan. That's mad that it made you cry, the yeah. change of plan. Yeah. It was kind of like an overwhelming feeling of being like, I want to be excited, but I'm sad that this plan has changed <laughs> and all this stuff. I and- mean,
2: fucking first world problems, <laughs> isn't it?
1: I know, <laughs> I can't know. You can't know. go on holiday. I know. Different holiday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're built different this generation. <laughs>
1: Yes, I not know. Not to, to take, not to take it away, though. No, no, I, no.
2: I, I, I get it. It's um, um, I know yeah. what you mean. Especially if you've got all the mates gassing it up.
1: <clears throat> I don't it's know why they went in so hard. They could have just said, like, yeah, come round and we'll hang out. And I wouldn't have made other plans. Right. That's,
2: yeah. <laughs> they like, like <laughs> updating you, taking pictures of like the crisps they've just yeah. brought. And like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, we've just got this new bunting. We can't wait. <laughs> really
1: fucking sowing the seeds. They really, really That's did. Funny. Um Luckily, he's so patient and understanding. And I just just yeah, said like is. i just need a moment to process and was just like so wait a minute wait a
2: minute so he goes hey um he's really excited he's obviously quite nervous yeah. he's gonna do the proposal he goes hey this this holiday that you, you know this 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 weekend that you're gonna it's it's not happening it's actually a holiday oh i just need a moment upstairs
1: <laughs> excuse me a second
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna go upstairs i was just i just thought we could you know sort of talk about
1: yeah just in a moment, just one moment, please. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely
2: fine. And he's now sat there on his own, thinking, "Fuck." <laughs> what did you do before yeah. you went on holiday?
1: Oh, went and got my nails done, <laughs> just in case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Surprise plan to make sure you're free.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. For a special weekend in Dublin.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, it's all Lee. All signs are pointing towards proposal. Yeah. What percentage of you were com- was confident it was going to be a proposal?
1: 99 percent Oh really? Also, this leads on to another quick story. Yeah. On the day that he proposed to me, yeah. he would like set up a really nice day. We drove out, he hired a car, drove out to these mountains, went for a long walk, got to the top of the mountain, and I was like, I reckon this might be it, you know? Yeah. And I was like kind of prepping myself and being like, oh, here might be. And then and then we were like, oh, this is such a nice view. And I was like, yeah, so nice. And then and then he was like, right, should we go back down then? And I was like, uh, <sighs> Yeah, let's go, let's go back down. And honestly, I got stroppy. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> we were like, we went the wrong way. And I was like, oh, well, let's just get down this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, we're going the wrong way. Let's get down. I need to get down from here now. <laughs> I fucking wanted
2: to uh, You're texting your mates like, I wish I was here at the wholesome weekend. <laughs> yeah,
1: the view was great, but that uh, wasn't yeah, the it was plan. Like, uh, it wasn't the plan. And then, yeah, so I thought that that was the plan, and right. it changed. At that then... point, did
2: you think actually he's not going to propose? It's yeah, just some kind of stupid was...
1: holiday. Yeah, <laughs> well, waste time, wasting my time, <laughs> wasting my time. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, so we came back down again. As we were walking down, I was like going through, like buzzing through my mind of like, oh, maybe it was just a nice trip, and maybe maybe he's going to propose another time, or maybe we just won't get married. Maybe marriage, maybe we don't need to get oh, married. So many thoughts. So going many on things and then uh he proposed
2: he <laughs> probably completed. saw you getting redder he's like fuck me this woman is stroppy she's having a fucking moment I'm about to propose she's elongating it
0: yeah
1: he was waiting for me to just calm, just to calm down, down. he's like yeah i'm trying to get
2: on one neighbor you keep hitting me <laughs>
1: And then we came down, clouds all parted. We found nice. this beautiful rock by the lake, and that was, that was And then it. he was like, Hey, this is where we go now. Oh, do you remember what he said? Uh, he wrote a letter, he read me a letter. Oh. It was honestly the loveliest thing. Oh, so sweet. It was honestly so sweet. Did you cry? <laughs> yeah. We both cried. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was so it was cute. so beautiful. The whole thing was beautiful. Oh. And I feel awful. Awful, awful person for getting struck. <laughs> And crying. <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah. sweet.
2: Um, I hyper hyperfocus every day. Mm. I'm I'm lucky, I think, because I'm doing like a job that I like, so making podcasts and stuff. So it's easy for me to sort of slip into that world. Yeah. But what I'm not good at is getting out of that world when I'm in it.
1: It's so hard. Yeah.
2: Blinkers, big time. To the point where I get angry if someone yeah. even interrupts. Often I don't even hear them. Really? I'm just like they're like, dah, dah, dah. I'm like, and then suddenly, oh yeah, I've
1: experienced that Take
2: me away, <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm. Can't you see? I'm fucking focusing. <laughs> Yeah, that is happening a lot.
1: <laughs> Same with me. If like someone was to talk to me during it, I would be like, I wouldn't be able to give attention to them.
2: No, don't interrupt basically if yeah. I'm in that state. You're not going to get the best out of me. Definitely not. I have to interrupt you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wait for me to interrupt you. <laughs> and then I want your full attention.
2: Okay, this is from uh, uniquemindcare.com. Don't oh, know that's how, one. I've got that one
1: as well. Don't know how
2: credulous it is. I mean, it's the first thing that comes up.
1: <laughs> it did a lot of yeah. in-depth <laughs> research. It literally
2: it doesn't even, you don't even have to click on a website and it comes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that'll do oh, it. Oh, that's the one that I picked. It's right there, mate. <laughs> change good, ADHD, mate. I wrote as good. well. Not yes. a comprehensive search. <laughs> Whether well, you have ADHD or not, even good change creates stress. Change is a definition of moving out of one's comfort zone. and It takes a lot of energy to react to on the unknown adhd makes transitions much more challenging for people
1: in terms of like work with comfort zones i'm quite good at moving out of them yeah because i i do get to the point of being like i have to move on from this or you know different Mm. whatever situations i'm quite good at taking that leap in that sense Mm -hmm. so i can handle change it's almost like bigger elements of change I'm better with but smaller day-to-day things or like smaller changes I've really really struggled with I don't what, know why what do you mean
2: bigger elements of change
1: like job changes for some people I think would be really really stressful mm. but for me I actually really enjoy them
2: I think on the on the other side of change I feel like I'm addicted to it it's the new you know it's yeah. wanting something new
1: See you know, that's the same with and me. And I as talked well.
2: about it in when we were with, uh, I think it was with Joshua or with, maybe the it Fagey, was Faggy about being like obsessed with new stuff with work, and mm. but also uh, it's with relationships as well and feeling like I want new relationships and new friendships and and just getting uh, under stimulated by the consistency of the same. Yeah. thing. Yeah, repetition. Over over
1: I hate repetition. Really,
2: just jars me out. Yeah, my brain wants new stuff, right? Mm. And it needs change. So should I feed that? Or should I should I be like, okay, I know I need change and I know that I'm like, this is because of ADHD and, mm. and because of this imbalance in whatever, you know, dopamine or whatever the theory is. And so I'm trying to search for it. And maybe actually if I just acknowledged it a little bit more and had a little less change, I would be happier. Or maybe I need to feed this sort of mm. feeling of always wanting change and that will make me happy. I don't know. Like I think
1: horrible. like... I think if you're craving it, I don't think there's anything wrong with looking for change all the time and looking for new things because you want variety in your life. But I suppose it's just finding a healthy way and like maybe sustainable way that you can do it. Mm. Because the thing is, I always want new stuff as well. But then that means that I end up wanting to buy new stuff all the time, which is not good Mm. financially. And, you know, it's not good for environmentally, all this stuff. So I can't just keep buying new stuff. That doesn't work.
2: Mm. Yeah. How do you find it with like friendships? And I guess you're pretty good with keeping consistent. You've got friends that you've had for years. and
1: Yeah. I think I'm okay with that, to be honest. Yeah. But then, I mean, there's also like, there's some things that you could maybe use to your advantage of, like we were talking about before, of where you forget stuff exists if you can't see it. Yeah. And so like, for example, when you have a clear out, Mm. Sometimes I'll rediscover things and be like, oh, this feels new to me now because I've forgotten it existed. Like this shirt. Like this shirt,
2: right? Yeah, this woman's shirt. You <laughs> just <talk to> me.
1: <laughs> so you could even just like have a rotation of things and mm. then you just like, I don't know, something like that. I don't think it's a bad thing to be wanting to try new things all the time. You don't have to just be climbing up to the top of a ladder and stay in that one job for the whole of your life. Mm. I think it's nice to be trying out different things and learning new skills all the time and meeting new people and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. When does change then become a bad thing?
1: I think when you're hurting people and if you're in relationships, if you're not communicating that, Mm. I think maybe like in a relationship, you can find a way to manage that through good communication and with the right person Mm. that you're keeping things interesting and have like incorporating change in a nice way that works for both of you Mm. rather than you just freaking out and being like, oh, I need something different now. And they never knew that.
2: Yeah, I think that's where I, I think that's where I went wrong a lot in my my last relationship. It's just not like I think I can get in my own head a lot about how I'm feeling and have an expectation of of my needs and what I'm, I need. And sometimes I just like don't vocalize that. Yeah, yeah, and then I and then you build up this narrative almost of like
0: they don't understand and they and don't I want the same thing.
2: And then I'm like, well, maybe I need something new. Then you yeah. need someone that's that's gonna understand me and yeah and actually maybe i just should just vocalize it but i find it really scary it's
1: terrifying it is terrifying but also you just have to remember people can't read minds i have to remind myself this a lot (laughs) i expect everyone to read my mind yeah because it is scary to communicate that kind of stuff but it just makes life so much easier Mm. if you can just be honest about how you're feeling
2: and if you have any ways any like techniques to get yourself into that state where you can communicate. I can start with one. Yeah, go for it. So like, I find that if I know I'm going to have a g- tricky conversation, and it's difficult and it's about, you know, how I'm feeling or it's to do with change, whatever. I'll go for a walk with the person because then I don't have to look at them. I think yeah. it's kind of a blokey thing as well. It helps with men because yeah. I think, first of all, we're a little bit illiterate emotionally sometimes, I think, with mm-hmm. having these conversations with other, with other men. It's sitting down like this and having eye contact and it's silent in the room. It's just so daunting, so much drier.
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas if you're going on a walk, there's lots of distractions. You don't have to look at them in the eye as Mm -hmm. well, and which helps, I think, because you can just sort of just let it out. And that I found that that's really helpful, particularly with older, like having conversations with my dad or whatever.
1: Right.
2: Give him a task that we can sort of go back to as an underlying, but then also have... The real chat,
1: yeah, definitely. It. I think the motion as well, rather than being stagnant, is really beneficial. But, um, mm. yeah, so that's yeah, that's huge because just to get that energy, because you've got that energy, yeah. If you're just stuck, it's really hard to keep moving on with that conversation, mm. um, and also like. It is hard to keep eye contact when you're saying something difficult.
2: It's like I said when I, when I was like cleaning. I was yeah. like cleaning the room Like when we'd had like really tough conversations. And yeah. as soon as I stopped cleaning, I'd get like <clears throat> really flustered and angry. Yes. And like I'd feel it. So I'd, yeah, yeah. So I'd feel it. So I'd have to like, yeah, just clean my room. But then I'd be way better at yeah, communicating how I totally, feel. It. Totally,
1: totally. I like to kind of prep a little bit what I'm going to say because, same thing, in the moment I do, it completely will leave my head and I'll lose all the points mm. and end up getting quite flustered and emotional. Mm. And then I'll just say stuff that I didn't really, wasn't really what I wanted to say. I tend to just have some points that I know I wanted to make in advance, mm. kind of like pre have the conversation in yeah. my head.
2: <laughs> yeah. I found this recently. If I'm having like a difficult conversation with someone, We'll have the conversation and then I'll leave. And actually, I've really struggled sometimes remembering what they said.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm like, I wish I was really listening as much. I'm like, yeah. so building myself up so much to say the stuff... I say the stuff and then I don't even sometimes even hear what they've got to say back or like mm-hmm. I hear glimpses and I miss I feel like I miss so much yeah. in the reply it's almost
1: like you want to record the conversation and listen back yeah
2: <laughs> yeah really because yeah. I'm like oh god I, I, for me I think I, I'm so fast at it I'm like this is how, this is what's going on yeah. and then I'm like getting their reply and I'm quickly and I'm not like slowing it down
1: yeah something
2: I really want to try and do is when I have these difficult conversations just slow it down a little bit
1: yeah I think that's
2: huge so I can really hear Hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And and also just not just hear it and then just blur out another thing that I'm thinking, first thing that comes to my head yeah. is sort of really delve into what they're saying in response
1: and Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Learning that I've been thinking but I don't recently. I don't know how to do that though. Because it is hard when you get into it, you panic and just wanna let everything out. Mm-hmm. There was one other thing that I just wanted to say. Yeah, so I heard something the other day about routine and basically like the importance of routine. Mm -hmm. And I personally hate the idea of having a routine every day. So I don't have one. But if you don't have one, you're essentially living in constant, a constant state of fight or flight because you don't know what to expect from your day. Because like, I basically run in headfirst to each day. I have an idea of everything I need to get done, but it's like all floating around and I'm kind of just like, I'll charge in and be like, right, I'm going to do this thing now and then I'll grab the next thing and like do the next thing. Mm. But it's stressful because I don't know, like... Am I going to do some exercise today? Am I going to see anyone today? Am I going to do, you know, all this stuff is so open-ended that it makes it really stressful. Mm. And so if you can find a way to have a routine that allows you to have different new things going on, but you've got a general, maybe if you like have a block of like, you know what to expect from each day. So like in the morning, say from like seven till nine, you do exercise, Mm. whatever works for you. And then you have work in this block You can still change it up. Like it still keeps it interesting because you can do whatever type of work, whatever type of exercise, whatever type of socializing you want to do. But you kind of know what to expect from the day a bit. Mm. And then you don't freak out so much about change. I'm just in a constant state of fight or flight because I'm just waiting for something to come in. And I'll be like, right, I'll deal with that now. I'm just like waiting for stuff. Mm. And just being like, I'll tackle this, I'll I'll slot this bit in, and then all that stuff. I just don't know what to expect from the day. Yeah. And it is stressful living that way.
2: So you don't plan like, okay, I've got an edit, so I'm going to do that on Wednesday. I
1: do, but I just keep it very open. Right. Or I'll be very flexible with it. Yeah. If something else comes in, I'll be like, yeah, I had that planned in, but I'll push it back.
2: But I I like the idea of segmenting parts of the day. Mm. For instance, like if I was strict with it and I was like, right, nothing before 10... Every, like my time before 10am is just me and exercise yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And like, that's the rules. That's what it is. It's just the discipline of keeping. That's keeping the thing.
1: That. That's the thing. But also that would play into what we were talking about with Fagy of like not feeling guilty for doing that stuff in the morning. Cause it's like that morning is my time, but I sacrifice that for work in the mornings cause will be like, I feel guilty not working. Yeah. And so I lose out on my time. I feel like I really get into it towards the evening.
2: Maybe that's it. You know like how um uh, we like of all evolved to wake up and work at different times because yeah. in, in a tribe it would make sense for some people to be waking up earlier and some other yeah. people to be up later so we could protect the tribe and look after the tribe and cook for the tribe and keep the tribe warm. And so maybe you're like a, a night owl. <laughs> Maybe, out maybe. I and am. I'm like a mid-morning, sort of quite like... chilled. I've had like a coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'm waking up, getting my big bone, making sure. <laughs> Don't mean about <like> that. Just <laughs> mean about <like> the caveman, <laughs> caveman bone, and I'm just making sure everyone's safe <laughs> after a frappuccino. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it's a casual drive, my one. <laughs> So next week we've got a coach in, an ADHD coach called Frank Brown. Great. Should we uh,
1: end the, end it here? Let's end it. Okay.
2: Thanks guys for listening. Um, Thanks so much. We have got a uh, Instagram page and a TikTok page. So if you're sick of hearing us but you really want to see us <laughs> then you can. Um, it's
1: distracted.podcast. Thank
2: you very much. Thank you so much guys for listening. Uh, see you next week.
1: Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.